But when we give of ourselves and of our resources, we put our faith into action. That's when we stop talking about what we're going to do. And that's when we start to do it. And I, I don't know who said this quote, but I like it. It says, some men dream of worthy accomplishments, while some stay awake and do them. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, Get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. You know, giving, reaching out, and serving others is something that just fits. It fits the life of someone who is committed to a Christian walk. And the reason I say it fits is because have you ever been involved in something that didn't fit. I remember when I made one of my first trips to Asia on business, we stopped over in Hong Kong for a few days, and it seemed like there was a sign on every street corner that said, custom-tailored suits, $100. Well, I couldn't believe it. I felt like I had to get in on that deal, so I had my host take me in to get fitted for a couple of those custom tailored suits. So we went into a place and they quickly measured me and they said they could have the suits ready. Are you ready for about ready for this? In about 24 hours. Well, the next day, I went in to get the suits. And since I wasn't born yesterday, I said I wanted to try them on. No problem, said the tailor. So I put the suit on. I looked in the mirror, and the tailor stands behind me, cleverly pulling the jacket in just the right way as to make it seem to fit perfect, and he said, Ah, you very handsome! Well, I didn't have time to leave the suits with him anyway, so I brought them home. And the first time I put the suit on one Sunday, I noticed that one button didn't line up with the hole, and the left pant leg was about two inches too short. Needless to say... My custom tailored suit required more custom tailoring before it could be worn anywhere. Well, what happened there in Hong Kong was a lot like we Christians can be when it comes to going out of our way to reach out to others. We approach it like I did, believing I could get a quality custom tailored suit for $100. But it's not likely to happen when that's all the time and money you're willing to invest. You see, as great as our Christian experience has been, if we're only willing to jump in and help someone once in a while or only financially support something occasionally, then as real and as special as our Christian faith is, our Christianity will never fit just right. We will never wear it the way Christ intended us to. However, when we can develop this giving and serving part of our faith, and it becomes an integral part of who we are as a person and as a church, 
then our faith fits us like a finely tailored custom suit. Not a cheap Hong Kong $100 suit, but one that took a lot of time and effort and sacrifice to get it right. Our church has always been an example of what can happen when we come together to share God's love with others. I've said this so many times, but when we give of ourselves and our resources, we put our faith in God into action. We stop talking about what we're going to do, and we start doing it. I don't know who said this quote, but I like it. It says, some men dream worthy accomplishments, while some stay awake and do them. When we give of ourselves and we learn to give our resources, that's when our Christianity finally fits. And that's when something good will happen. In Jesus' name. If someone was going to write a book about you today, what would the main theme of your life be about? Stay tuned to hear about the only story that really matters. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400-lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools' intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Has anyone ever just walked up to you and said, hey, what's your story? Has that ever happened to you? Well, it's happened to me. And uh, that's the question I want to ask all of you today. What's your story? If someone was going to write a book about you today, what would the main theme of your life be about? There's a young man who's been getting a lot of media attention lately. His name is Tim Tebow. And if you are a sports fan, you will know about Tim Tebow. He was perhaps the most heralded football player to come out of college a few years ago. He played quarterback, and he won almost every award there was to win including the Heisman Trophy given to the best player in the country. And he won a national championship for his school, uh, University of Florida. All through his college career, the one thing you would always notice about Tim Tebow is he would give a testimony of his faith in Jesus Christ at every opportunity. He even wore the scripture, John 3:16 in that little uh, black paint under their eyes. And in fact, it was reported that after one game, last, uh, when he was in college, Google, the search engine, had over 92 million queries to the scripture, John 
It's amazing. Well, when Tim was drafted into the National Football League, uh, the professional level, all the experts said he would never make it. He was an unorthodox type of player. They said he didn't have the skills necessary to succeed. But what most experts in the media really didn't like about Tim Tebow is that he continued to display his faith to anyone who would listen. They ridiculed him. They even mocked him because he knelt beside the sidelines to pray. But to the dismay of all the experts, Tim Tebow continues to thrive and succeed as quarterback for the Denver Broncos. And the experts and the media, they don't understand it. And they don't like it. And the reason that they don't like it is this. Tim Tebow refuses to let anyone define him as just a football player. Because Tim's story is that above all things, he is a follower of Christ who just happens to be a football player. And he's determined that no one writes his story any other way. Now, you know, all of us have a story. And for most of us, there are things in our story that we wish weren't there. But I have to tell you that I've become a big fan of young Mr. Tebow. And not because of how he plays football. But because he understands that the only story about him that means anything is the one that says, by the grace of God and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, I'm saved. Sure, we, we all have lots of things going on in our life that we think help tell the story of who we are. We have families, careers, hobbies. But the question for us this morning is, are we defined by those things or by the impact of Jesus Christ in our life? If you were to tell your story today, what would it be? Years ago, when I was much younger, I had the privilege of meeting and spending some time with Pastor Rex Humbard. Now, some of you remember him. Anybody remember him? Now, he's gone on to be with the Lord. But he was one of the pioneers of televangelism. At the time that we met, his ministry was one of the largest in the world. Nationally televised programs, seen in countries all over the world. He was holding crusades, filling up stadiums around the world. He, he told me that he was preaching up to 300 times a year. One night while having dinner, I asked Brother Humbard, how do you do it? How can you keep up with everything that you've got going on? How do you even have time to study for so many sermons? And he motioned for me to come closer. I leaned over and he said, Bob, it's not that hard. There's only one story. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he said, it's my story. And it's the only one that I'm called to tell. And Bob, it's the only story 
that matters. You see, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, no matter where you are, whether you're seven years old or you're 70, the only story that will ever matter is the one that says, by the grace of God, through Jesus Christ, I'm saved. Everything else won't matter very much. That's the story that will stand. That's the story that I want to define my life. And when we know that that's the story of our life, that's when we can love stronger. That's when we can reach higher. That's when we can give more and take less. That's when we can live to reach up to touch him and reach down to help others. That's when our story becomes his story. The Lord said in the message translation, he said, live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you. I want the Lord to be the author of my story, don't you? God had a purpose for Jacob, the son of Isaac. God also has a purpose and a destiny for you. Stay tuned to hear how God made physical contact with Jacob to see what he was made of. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Find Nebo Tools' intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the ultra-cool and handy Slim, at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on The Bright Side. A woman went to the doctor and was seen by a new young doctor. And after about four minutes, she burst out of the examining room and ran screaming down the hall. An older doctor stopped her and asked her what the problem was. And she explained So the older doctor had her sit down and relax before he marched back to confront the young doctor. What's the matter with you, he demanded. Mrs. Terry is 63 years old with four four grown children and seven grandchildren, and you told her she was pregnant? The young doctor never looked up from his clipboard and asked, does she still have the hiccups? Thanks. All right, well, you try finding some. 
Well, this week, I've been inspired by my wife, who is in the middle of a Bible study about the patriarchs of the Old Testament. And she was fascinated with the story of Jacob, and she was telling me about it. So I listened to her, and I began to read the story myself. And I found that it is indeed an amazing story. And it's one that I'm sure that Pastor Des could spend weeks or months discussing the subject and the significance of the story of Jacob. But there was one thing about the story of Jacob that penetrated me so much that I just couldn't get, my, get, out, get it out of my mind. And that is when God asked Jacob this question. What's your name? So let me give you some quick background on this. Jacob, who was the son of Isaac, he was a good man with, let's say, a history of character flaws. And in this story, he was in a mess. He was returning to his homeland, a fairly wealthy guy. He had a large family, and he had a very large herd of animals. And he hears that his brother Esau, who in his youth, Jacob had cheated Esau out of his birthright and his father's blessing. He heard Esau was coming to meet him, and Jacob assumes to kill him. So Jacob devises a plan to give his family the best chance to survive, and then that night he crosses the river to be by himself and ponder his next move. Now here is the amazing part. The word says, So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. And as we read on, we learn that it was God himself who had come in the form of a man no stronger than Jacob to confront him. Well, the thing that's interesting to me is that there was no grand entrance here for God. No thunder. No skies opening up. No voices announcing the Lord of Lords had arrived. He didn't even get a complete sentence here. It said, comma, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. You see, God wasn't making a statement to anyone in the world but to Jacob. So he came as a man on equal footing to challenge him, to see what he was made of. Just Jacob, all by himself, without all the deception and gamesmanship that Jacob had become so good at. You see, God had big plans for Jacob. He had a purpose. He had a destiny for him. But he couldn't do anything with him like he was. So he made contact. And in this case, he made physical contact. And God found out what he wanted to know. That Jacob would put up a fight. That he wouldn't run from conflict. He would face up to his own shortcomings. And with God's help, he could overcome them. Well, during the all-night wrestling match, Jacob figured out who he was wrestling with. And at that point, I believe the wrestling was more about Jacob not willing to let God go than anything else. At one point, the word even says, the man, the man said, let me go. It's almost daylight. And Jacob said, I'll not let you go until you bless me. There's more to this story. But that's when this incredible question arrives. That God would ask each one of us in the midst of our struggles, what's your name? 
Who are you? What do you stand for? Who are you going to trust? Who do you belong to? What is your name? Right then and there, before God blessed Jacob, he changed his name from Jacob to Israel. Israel, which means he who struggles with God. You know, this story takes place in Genesis, way back in the beginning of things. But what a picture of the character of the God we serve. I mean, he knows that you will have struggles. And he intended it that way. He's not afraid to be challenged. He'll embrace you because he wants you to become an overcomer. He wants you to be everything that you can be in your life. So this really had impact on me this week. What's your testimony today? Are you willing to fight with God to find out who you are? I mean, what an encouraging thing to know that God is willing to wrestle with us so that we can find out who we are and what our purpose is is in Him. So we don't need to be afraid of the struggle. We need to understand that God is on our side. And just like Jacob, if we'll hold on, if we'll refuse to let Him go, our blessing will come. And God will know your name. Not just like Bob. And not just like Steve. But he'll know you as an overcomer in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484.